Hey guys, welcome to Here's the Point. This is a part of a college ministry in Middle Tennessee. This podcast is designed for the college student. While you're navigating some of the hardest seasons you've faced so far, we desire for this podcast to point you to the Word and help you work through decisions and dilemmas from a biblical perspective. For more information about our ministry, go check us out on Instagram at thepointnv. What's up, friends, and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point. As always, we have our favorite guest, Delaney Deglow in the house. What's up, Delaney? Hey! And if you don't know me, my name is Dakota. We're so glad that you guys are here. Um, we're diving into a fun topic today to kind of roll off of the series that we're in at the point called Love, Sex, and Dating. But before we jump into the topic today, Delaney, we have our fun question. Okay. And so here it is. Ready. This week's question. What's something that you wish was real that isn't? This is a great question. Um, what is something that I wish was real but it isn't? Right now, my boyfriend. Um, that's Woo! the first one. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Something that I wish was real. Okay. So I wish like space travel, like Star Wars vibe was real because I'm a nerd. But I also really wish unicorns were real. Well, hold on. Space travel. I mean, not, Je- Jeff not, Bezos just took a just That's took not a what group, I'm, t- like, I'm talking about, like, Millennium Falcon. Like, okay. oh, that's what I'm like, talking like about. Like, light speed. Like, yeah. Like, let's just go. Like, we can zip zap everywhere. Like, Marvel touches on it. Like, everybody wants to do that. Yeah. Also, time travel. That would be awesome. What a rush. Like, if I could go back just for funsies. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, man, family vacation this year. We should time travel. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I have one more thing. Wow, I have a lot of things I wish were real. Right. You ever seen the movie Spy Kids? It, if I have, it's been a long time. Okay. They have this thing. It's like a microwave. And they have, like, a packet. And they put it in the microwave. And she puts it in the microwave and gets a McDonald's meal out of it. Oh, can make any food Yeah. Like, yes. it's like the fast food restaurants. You put the packet in. Like, yes. could you imagine if you could just put a Chick-fil-A packet in the microwave and get out some hot waffle fries? <laughs> what a rush that would be. I have a lot of things I wish were real. Okay, so my number one, this is more of a fun one, and then I have a really selfish one. The fun one is superpowers. Oh, I that's wish, great, I yeah. wish that superpowers were real. Well, you could be like Tony Stark and just, like, make stuff and use your brain as your superpower. I'm, I'm a fan of Iron Man. Yeah. Um, but but I yeah, mean, I mean, superhuman strength, like x-ray vision, like super speed. Yeah. Ability to fly. All the things. Like that Reading would be awesome. Reading minds. Reading minds. Being invisible would be hype. Yeah. Okay. So that's one. And then my selfish, greedy one, which is probably an indicator of maybe some prayer or pinch that I need in my life. But I wish that money trees were real. <laughs> I wish I had a money tree out back. Okay, could you imagine yard. you would have to pay money to get a money tree? That seems wrong. That's but it's true. like Just a seed. Yeah, just to see. I just want to you have to grow. faithfully, like, yeah. take care of it. Right. Probably money trees would be those trees would be hard to keep alive. You're right. Like, darn it. Uh, <laughs> I killed again. the money uh, tree. Okay. So what's the, so there you go. Those are some things that we wish were real. That somebody aren't. on this podcast is like, well, technically money trees are real because money's paper. Uh, you know, somebody's thinking that. If that's you, you can stop Boo. listening now. Have a great day. <laughs> Excuse yourself. <laughs> Okay, what's our topic for today? What are we talking about? All right, today we're talking about something that everybody loves. We're talking about boundaries. Woo! Woo! So fun. Yeah. So we're talking about kind of the idea of how far is too far. And Mm -hmm. we're talking about, specifically in relationships, 
what is the boundary, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship. We're even going to talk a little bit about like that friendship line with guys and girls, but we're just talking about boundaries. Specifically, physical boundaries is what a lot of people are wanting to know about, which is what we're going to talk about first. So, but how far? So, really, what we're kind of how far is too far? far how far is too far sexually? Yeah, when it comes to physical, romantic, we're going to talk about physically and emotionally. How far okay. is too far? Okay. So let's let's just go ahead and dive in. So, Dakota. Okay. I think one question that we get asked all the time is, is there this clear line in the sand? Like, is there a visible line that we mm-hmm. can see in scripture where it's like, hey, when we're in a relationship, this is a boundary we have to have in place. Like, this is the farthest we can go. And also, like, can you help us like draw that line? Is it in scripture? Like, yeah. is there a verse that's like, oh. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is, that's a great question. And so we're, we're going, if you haven't listened to the Q&A from this past week, you can always go to the Point Sermons podcast Listen to the dating Q and A. Yeah. Because um, Delaney, something that that you said last night that I'm or Tuesday night that I'm gonna kind of refer to was like this idea of being you know on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Right. It's like you know we we want to whenever you get get that picture or you know there's a guardrails up because people want to get close to the edge. Yep. Whenever you take your picture with your family, or I remember like like hiking and stuff as a kid, mm-hmm. when you get to the overlook, you, you want to get as close you, you as you get can. Close, like, you want to lay down on the edge and like look over, you yep. know, like and mom's like, "Get to go to get back," you know, <laughs> like like that's always what happened because there's something about us that like likes the rush of being on the edge, right? And so when we ask the question, "How far is too far?" Really, maybe the unintended um, the, the the intentions behind that question is. Hey, I want the rush of getting close to the edge. Yeah. But I want to know what's okay. Yeah. I want to how, do how the much most. of a rush can I get? Yeah. And when we look, when we look at the heart of God, when it when it comes to our sexual purity, when it comes to sexual sin, that's really not the tone that he uses when it comes to when it comes to that. Right. And so there's just a few passages that I want to share, and then I'll get practical and talk about some of mine and Anthony's journey. So Romans 13, 14. Paul says, make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Make no provision for the flesh. Basically saying, hey, do whatever you've got to do to put things in place so that you're not, you're not, you're not stumbling. Yeah. You know, that Paul doesn't say, all right, well, you can, you know, get this close to the edge. He says, make no provision, like do everything you can to stay away from even getting close to the edge. Sure, yeah. Um, and then 1 Corinthians 6, starting at verse 18, says, Flee from sexual immorality. Like this is the only this is the only type of sin in all of Scripture that we see the command to flee from it, to literally to run or to flee from it. Because all other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you have received from God? So, so Paul saying, hey, listen, your your bodies mm-hmm. like is a dwelling place of the eternal, like, almighty God. Yeah. Right? And when we sin sexually, we're sinning against that body. Mm-hmm. And, and the way that when, when someone trusts in Christ and is saved, they receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so Paul's saying, listen, like, why would, we want, why would we want to sin with our bodies when, when God, the Spirit, dwells inside of us? And he goes on to say, you are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So this is a very, when you look at all of the New Testament, yeah. this is a theme in Jesus' teachings. It's a theme in almost every one of Paul's letters talking about sexual immorality. So this is something that's part of the human condition that, that 
know that also we're not alone, yeah. right? This has been something that the church has had to navigate from the very beginning, right? Right? Is sexual temptation. And so, anyways, I wanted to share that to just kind of like lay the foundation of like, hey, this God takes it seriously, and For so sure. we should take it seriously. Yeah. All right, but practically, how far is too far? Again, there, there's no clear line in Scripture of like, you know. This is the max you can do. This is the max you can do. Yeah. Obviously, sex outside of marriage is something that we see. But, but romantic dating relationships that we have in our culture were not a concept in, in for the time period where Scripture was written. Yeah. Right? So there's no, there's no biblical guidelines for dating today um, that we can necessarily get directly from Scripture. But there's a whole lot of things that we can learn from, the wisdom of God's Word, yeah. to help us create and put some boundaries in place that are going to be for our good. And so for Ansley and I, I've shared this with, with a lot of you guys. Um, just some of our past. When we came into our relationship, um, neither of us were virgins. Um, and w- But when we started dating, we were in a much different place spiritually than we were when we were younger. Yeah. We were much more mature in our faith, and we were really wanting to honor God in our relationship and really wanting to do that. But we got to a place where we started creeping towards the edge. Yeah. And there was, a, there was definitely a season where, like, we were just kind of going to the edge— you know, continually, mm-hmm. and finally to a point where we're like, "Hey, this is causing, this is causing guilt and shame. Yeah. This is causing tension in our relationship. Um, we need to do something." And so, I, I listened to a video from a guy named from a pastor named Matt Chandler, who's like a hero of mine. Um, and I, I was listening to some of his teachings on on this topic of how far is too far. And I went with Ansley, uh, went to Ansley with the idea, like, "Hey, why don't we just try to go a week without kissing?" Because what would happen for us, we would start kissing, and then kissing would turn into making out. And then once we started making out, it just kind of went downhill from there, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so really for us, it was like the point when we start making out is when it's already gone too far. Because I shared this some uh, on Tuesday night too. But the reality is, is when you're making out with someone, your hands look like aren't in your pocket. Yep. You're typically not out to mm. the side. You're, what? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. So... When you start making out, you're going to start touching your boyfriend or girlfriend. That's just a reality. That's just God has wired us. When we start that momentum, your bodies are designed and your your mind, your brain, and your body is all designed to have sex. Yeah. And so, anyway, so I, so I went to her with this idea. Right? I was, hey, why don't we try to go a week without kissing? And she was like, okay, like, you know, she, she wanted to show her affection towards me by, by kissing me. I want to show my affection towards her by kissing, but that was really the kind of the engine that started, started the, the problem. Right. Yep. So we went, we went a week and I was like, Hey, we made it a week. And like our time together has been so much more fun. It's been so much better. Um, I was like, let's try to go another week. And so it was like two weeks turned into four weeks, turned into two months. Right. Until like the last... I'm going to get the timeline wrong. I need to ask Ansley. But it was somewhere like the last like four to six months of our dating relationship, we didn't kiss. And then I proposed to her and we um, were engaged for seven months and we didn't kiss. Now, um, that was a boundary that helped us. But I'm also going to be super transparent in this. We found out that you could skip first base, which I'll call kissing first base, and you could actually just go straight to second base. Oh my god! So yeah. we we were almost like legalistic in this, like right. We put this boundary in place. Like we, yeah. we had stopped kissing, but we found that you know what, you don't have to you don't have to kiss to to, to jump to second base. And oh. So we found ourselves well. <laughs> getting right on the edge again. But we had skipped that step, and so like 
I guess what I want you guys to hear and what I want you to know is like, listen, there's going to be no boundary in itself that's going to keep you sexually pure. Yeah. Boundaries can help us. Boundaries are a tool to help us. But um, you have to, one, be in community where you're being held accountable. You need to have a, a place where you can go and confess and, and have, have a mentor or have a friend where you can go and you can confess and you can repent to the Lord and yeah. say, hey, listen, I'm struggling in this. Like, I'm, we're, we're, we're struggling in this way and we need some help. Um, you know, and so it got to a point where, you know, Anne's and I would really try to, try to not be alone um, in either of our apartments as much as we could. You know, so we would go to Starbucks a lot and study there. We would try to, you know, make sure that there was one of our other roommates that were around. Um, but again, like that, even that boundary in itself, not kissing, still didn't perfectly help us in fighting sexual sin. Um, so again, there's like, there's no clear line, but that's that's something that's something that helped us for a season. And it really did help us kind of back up the truck to the sense of like, hey, we're, we're not right on the edge. Right. We're not going there as much as we were every single time. Um, it helped us for a season and it was something really practical. But I would say the line that's too far is when, and I'm not going to say if you're dating someone, I'm not going to say that you can't kiss your boyfriend, right? But I'm saying if kissing turns into making out, like making out is, is past the line um, just because of all the things that, that are going to come with that. Um because I don't want to get too graphic here, um, but what, what happens when you start making out is your body is preparing for sex. Guys, you know what I mean. Girls, you know what I mean. Um, and when, when your body is, is doing that, like your, your actions is telling your, telling your brain, which is telling your body, hey, you need to prepare for sex. Um, and that's what happens. So whatever you can do to try to prevent that from happening is, is really what's going to be the best line for you to, for you to stay at. So I'm not going to say that it's sinful for you to kiss your boyfriend or kiss your girlfriend, right? But I am saying that when you when you get so comfortable with that, it's much easier to walk into the next door. Mm-hmm. That leads to the next door. That leads to the next. Yeah. So was that helpful? Like, yeah. And I think like with hashtag boundaries, first of all, making sure that you're sitting down and having a clear conversation about absolutely. like these are some things – we're going to agree about. Cause I think even got to be on the same page. Yes. And I think the biggest things with boundaries is it's like, Hey, we're Christians. So we're just going to assume that we know what to do and what not to do. Yeah. And we know, and that's, that's just not, that's not a good approach ever. Like when you're in a relationship or even when you're interested in someone being like, Hey, we need to set some clear boundaries. And yeah, I think boundaries, some of them might be like, Hey, Don't hang out after this time or whatever, but having boundaries that work best for you. Cause I think what you're saying with boundaries is, Hey, don't set yourself up to fail with your boundaries. You know, like if you're like, Hey, this is going to lead to you having sex because ultimately I think the big question is what are the boundaries in place for? Well, it's to keep you pure in marriage, like going into marriage with that person, hopefully like with the best, like, intentions obviously but making sure that you're protecting what was meant for marriage which is sex and a lot of other things like marriage is so much more than sex but the physical boundaries like hey we want to guard this because we know nick always says if you put a fire in a fireplace it's great but if you put a fire in the middle of the living room it causes a lot of destruction right and that's what like he's saying with sex is like hey in the right confines it's a great thing but i think one of the best things you can do is sitting down and not making boundaries that you know you're not going to keep because I think sometimes make people make boundaries and they're like this probably isn't going to work but we'll put it in place and hope for the best right so example like we're not going to hang out past 8 p.m 
you're not, that's incorrect. Right, like, not you're not going to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, obviously, just because you don't want to do something doesn't mean that you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, some people are like, well, we want to we want to go almost all the way. Like, we want to do everything. But well, of course sex. you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> but that, just, not made that, it, that doesn't mean that it's right. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's also hard to be like, hey, truly, yeah, you might want it really bad, but it's actually not what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And you want to put boundaries. Like, hey, let's have a conversation. Like, as a guy and as a girl, I want to sit down and say, hey, this is what I desire for you. And this is what I want you to desire for me. Yeah. And so having, okay, here are some things we can do. Like bedroom, probably going to be off limits. Out of bounds. And I think with people in apartments, for example, that are listening, they're like, well, my bedroom is my only space that's just for us. Well, why do you need a space just for you guys? Like being wary of that. Like, hey. Stay in that common area. That common area is meant for good. Right. God created common areas. <laughs> Just kidding. But seriously. Um, but I think like me, like whenever I wanted to cross the boundaries that we had set in place, it was, hey, let's go to the bedroom and shut the door. And then boom, accountability has gone. Boom. Boundaries, never heard of her. Like right. it's just, right. it's just one of those things where yeah. it's a downhill spiral. So sitting down and saying, hey, we're going to have boundaries that we're going to work together to keep. And it can't just be one-sided. Like it can't be the girl like, hey, boundaries. And the guy being like, hey, boundaries. It's, hey, we're doing this together. And these things that we set in place, we're going to adhere to them because we know it's what's best for us. Yeah. So having a conversation where you're like, let's set the clear boundaries. And yes, is there an ultimate line? Like if you go past kissing, this is the, it's with scripture. It's saying, Hey, don't awaken love until it's time. So just be wise about the things that you know are going to lead you downhill. You know, you know what's going to take you too far. So you're, you're rolling. I want you to keep going. So, so, Either list some more or give us now some, what are some emotional boundaries that need to be set? So you're on a roll, so just keep going. Yeah, so I think in relationships in general, we always think of physical boundaries. And so obviously, like I said, sex is off limits. And I would just be honest, oral sex, off limits. It's oral sex. Okay, the word sex is in there. So what do you think that that that's going to do for you? And once again, unpopular opinion, because everyone's listening to this and they're like, but it's not sex. So just be careful with pushing the line because... It shouldn't be when we go into a relationship, it shouldn't be how far can we go. It should be what can we do to guard each other. Exactly. And if you're looking at the end, like what's the most we can do? Okay, you're going to get to the, quote, most, and you're just going to end up having yeah. sex. I'm going to take stuff. it one step farther than what, what Delaney just said. This is going to be a big bummer. But if if y'all's timing, the, the physical contact that you're having, if it's causing either one of you, I'm about to drop the O word. You ready? Okay. If either one of you are having an orgasm, that he is said sex. it. He said it. That's <laughs> sex. I don't care if your clothes are on. I don't care if it's oral. I don't care if you're using your hands. Whatever it is, like I'm sorry. I know it's just getting it's getting real. Like <laughs> Dakota keeps looking at me like sorry, in, like sorry, Delaney. <laughs> we're talking about this, but like your mind, your brain is firing off all of of the hormones and all the signals that's saying we just had sex. And um, I'm going to talk more next Tuesday about the, the, the biological part, the brain chemistry right. aspect of that. But if you're having an orgasm, you're having sex. Boom. Um, I love it. No, great. Interrupt me because I don't want to talk about that. Um, but I think it is one of those just continuing of like I know, for example, my like in my first relationship, um, 
my boyfriend and I, like, everything became physical. Like, we would hang out, and it wouldn't even be like, how's your day? It was like, all right, you ready to go? Like, let's let's start making out. Let's right. just do it. Because, once again, if we put so much emphasis on the physical things, we get lost in it. And it becomes what we crave. Like, it's not, oh, I want to go talk to my boyfriend. It's, oh, my gosh, I want to make out with my boyfriend. Because, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, yeah, the physical stuff is great. Like, it feels good. So, we want to do it. But if boundaries aren't in place, it can become super dangerous because, like I said, like 18-year-old Delaney, that's all she thought about all day, every day, because I was like, that's all I want. And it was yeah. because we didn't put boundaries in place. Yeah. But continuing, there's more to boundaries than just physical, and that's emotional boundaries. First of all, if you're not in a relationship, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. This is specifically for my, my single peeps out there. If you're not dating, you should not be pouring your heart out to the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just, that's a whole other conversation for what another do, what, time. What does is, what is pouring my heart out look like? Here are the deep, dark parts of my heart. Like these are the Here's things, what I'm struggling with right this now. This is what I'm struggling with. This is everything that I'm feeling. Yeah. I want you to be my boyfriend without the title or I want you to be my girlfriend without the title. Yeah. But even more than that, it's like I'm giving you everything. Like I'm giving you my inmost fears, my desires, all these things to the point where it's like, that's when we get confused about like relationships. It's like, oh, I gave you everything. And that's why it's like, hey, in relationships, including friendships, like especially guy-girl friendships, like being wary. And I'm not saying you can't be friends with guys and girls. We've had this conversation before, but be wary about like, hey, what are you pouring out? And friendships. Oh my gosh, this could be a whole nother topic, but like friends with benefits, Lord Jesus, protect us mm. from the, from Is that the, next episode? Friends uh, with benefits? Maybe, okay, you're not? Maybe. Somewhere? Let us know if you want to talk about friends with benefits, because why is that a thing? If they're friends with benefits, they're not your friend because ew. All right, moving on. The next thing is like Proverbs 4.23. We quote it a lot because it's so good. Above all else, guard your heart yeah. for everything flows from it. Guard your hearts, people. Do better. Mm. And even me, like, I'm like, do better. We all need to do better about guarding our heart. But now going on to the emotional boundaries in a relationship. Still, when you are in a relationship, especially before marriage, you need to be careful to guard your heart still. And here's why. I see so many people that get into relationships and they're like he will fulfill my every desire physically emotionally everything he's gonna take care of me or oh my gosh she is gonna fill the darkest parts of my spirit and it's gonna be amazing and it's like what are you talking about right ultimately here's a verse philippians 4 7 says this and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind in christ It does not say your boyfriend will give you all the peace of the world. Your girlfriend will not give you the Mm. peace. Your boyfriend can't fix your broken Mm. heart. Your girlfriend can't fix your broken heart. Ultimately, the Lord is the only one that can do that. God gives peace, not your relationship. And I'm just going to say that because it's like a lot of the time we get in relationships and when bad things happen, we just go to them. And we're like, let me tell you everything that's going on and fix it. Help me. And we cut out God. Yeah. Like our relationship becomes our God. And then emotionally, that's why I'm going to be honest. That's why when breakups happen, people can't even function because they put everything into it. Yeah. Their heart, their soul, they've given themselves everywhere physically. And it's like every part of you has been given to somebody else and you're not married. Right. And it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. 
you gave them everything. And we've all done it. Like we've done these things. Like I pour my heart into all the people and been like, oh man, I just gave it to you on a silver platter. Yeah. And it's a dangerous thing to do because that's not what we're called to. And Matthew 6, 21 says this, for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And our treasure should be in the Lord. And ultimately, even in marriage and all the things, like our heart should not only be found in our spouse or our significant other or the person we like. And that's why with emotional boundaries, once again, making sure that you're growing in physical like boundaries and growing in emotional boundaries consistently, like having regular conversations of like, hey, how can we make sure that we're, we've got some some boundaries, some lines up to help us both? Because the, we even talked about it last night a little bit at the point talking about, hey, you know, you still need guy friends. You need girlfriends. Right. Like these emotional boundaries yeah. because at the end of the day, your relationship is not the ultimate. Christ yeah. is. And so when we lose sight of that, I think that's when we lose sight of the emotional boundaries, a lot of the time that's when we lose sight of the physical boundaries too. Because yeah. we're like, I want everything from you and I want to just be as close to you as possible, which leads to girls. Like a lot of the time, we talked about this yesterday, but girls, we equate love and sex is the same thing. And that's not always the same with guys. But girls are like, if I love them, I have to have sex with them. So those emotional boundaries aren't there. So then the physical boundaries aren't there because it's like, I want to give you everything. Yeah. And that's why it's dangerous. But Yeah. And and Scripture talks about like the, the also the spiritual connection that happens right. as part of sex. Yeah. And so you're spiritually bonding yourself to someone. You're physically bonding yourself to someone. You're emotionally bonding yourself to someone. And you're biochemically, like hormonally, bonding yeah. yourself to someone. And we threw out some statistics a few weeks ago that – the average person before they get married are in five to nine serious relationships. Mm-hmm. And so if all of us are having sex or, or being extremely physical, going over the edge in each of those five to nine relationships, that's a whole lot of damage and baggage that's going to be brought into your future marriage right. and your future spouse. And so I just want to talk just quickly about some of the, some of the consequences of doing, doing this or not doing this. Here, here, here's where we got to. Here's where Ansley and I got to. I got to a place where I was I was so tired of of struggling and continuing to fall into sin. Where I was like, hey, listen, I I love you so much that I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do for us to not go off the edge. Right, that's good. Um, I, I love you more. And my love, my love for Ansley was leading to this selflessness of like, hey, I'm going to sacrifice kissing you because I love you so much and I value your soul so much and I value our purity so much because I want to marry you and I want to go into our marriage not full of shame because we've we've walked down this line too far, but I want to walk into our marriage joyful and thankful. And again, like I just, I'd already confessed earlier that like we still weren't perfect, right? But um, like my care for her led to this self, there was this desire to grow. There was this desire to to fight for purity, um, and there's a verse that, um, that I really go to over and over again when it comes to really just obeying what Jesus has said. And this is John 14, 21. This is what Jesus says. He says, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. Mm-hmm. And the one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. That first part of that verse, whoever has my commands and keeps them yeah. is the one who loves me. So there has to be a desire in our hearts. If we truly love the Lord, there's got to be a desire in our hearts to want to honor him and to obey what he said. Yeah. And if you go back and read Matthew chapter five, 
Jesus even dials it back and says, hey, y'all saying are saying that adultery is sin, that going over the edge, having an orgasm, whatever is sin. I'm saying that lust is a sin. Yeah. So do what you got to do to not even lust. Yeah. And so Jesus dials it back even farther, right? And so, so listen, there's a couple of groups of people right now that I want to speak to, and then Delaney, I'll let you close it out. So one, there's people that are listening that have, y'all, y'all have gone too far. You went over the edge last night um, and or recently or in past relationships. And you got to know that it's, it's never too late to turn around and to fight. It's never too late to begin valuing your, your marriage and your, your future marriage, your future spouse, um, or just honoring the Lord, like honoring the Lord, number one, honoring yourself and your body, number two, and then honoring your future spouse. It's not too late to fight for purity and to put boundaries in place. Um, and I'll just say this. If the person that you're dating is not willing to do that with you, then they're not someone that you need to marry. Yeah. And so fight for purity. Talk to your significant other. Fight for purity. Put some things in place. And just, here's just a challenge. Just try to go this week without kissing, without making out, without making out or without kissing. Just try it. Just this, just a challenge. Just a challenge. And I'm not saying you got to do it forever. And I'm not saying that if you kiss your boyfriend, you're a sinner. I'm just saying if you're struggling with this, get serious about it. And so here's a way that you can live that out. Try to go a week without kissing your significant other and just see how God blesses that. See how he blesses your time together. See how he blesses, um, see how he blesses that. Second group of people is there's, there's some of you that y'all haven't gone too far and you wish you, you wish that you have. You wish that you were in the first group that I just mentioned. Oh my and, gosh. And you're, you're <laughs> mad and you're jealous that, that you have it. And listen, um, God's going to bless your future relationship. God's going to bless your future marriage because you fought, you fought for purity um, in that. And so, so, so don't, don't envy, um, don't envy what's going to lead you to brokenness and, and frustration. So um, God honors that. God sees that. He loves a, he loves a willing heart and um, when we're obedient to try to honor him. So don't be jealous. Keep You keep out in the good fight as well um, and praise God for that. Yeah. And don't feel shame if you've crossed the boundaries. Yes. And ultimately it's like, hey, God is all about redemption and blessing that. And so that's the thing, like, you're never too far to put boundaries in place. Yeah. Um, and ultimately be reminded that God doesn't cause to put boundaries up to keep us from something good. He puts boundaries up to protect us so that he can give us something good. Boundary so good. Boundaries really are a blessing. And right. I know that that kind of sounds cheesy. Like boundaries are a blessing. You would say that. I get it that they're hard. Yeah. But the thing is this, like boundaries are put in place so that we don't fall into something that God didn't call us to. Absolutely. So boundaries are a gift. So here's the point, friends. Boundaries are a good thing, and it is never too early or too late to put boundaries in place. We are called. We are called to guard our hearts. We are called to take care of each other, to love each other well, and that means putting boundaries in place. And if you're in a relationship or if you're in that talking phase with somebody and boundaries haven't been established, it's time. Go ahead and put those in place and have an honest conversation about what's best for both of you and that is to guard each other and help each other not fall into something that you're not called to in this season so we love you guys rate and review us share this with a friend and we will catch you next week on another episode of here's the point see you guys later